Hello and welcome back to episode 23 of Football Chants and Rants with the Plants. We're dad and daughter with myself, Lauren. And me, Graham. And it's very appropriate, dad and daughter podcast, because uh, happy Father's Day, dad. Oh, thank you. You had a good day so far? Oh, not too bad. Yeah, we've got podcasts and pizza. That's quite a treat for you. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, well, we've got live football has returned. Football is back. I mean, it's slightly weird, but are you enjoying having football back in our lives? Oh, it's fantastic. Like I said, it is a bit weird, though. So we're kind of back to the normal format. We're going to have some rants, do the roundup. There's been lots of matches, obviously, because it started on Wednesday night, I think it was, and we're now on Sunday night. And then look at Championship as well as League Two, because we've had the playoffs. Um, so to start off with, we're going to have a couple of rants. It's been a while since we've had a good old rant. Well, I've still been ranting, but not officially. Mm, yeah, that's true. Go on then. Who? What? What are you going to be ranting about? Uh, well, it's, it's not sure if it's a rant. It's just sort of a debate, I guess. This Ooh, is the okay. uh, live TV, the channel with the sound, the channel without <laughs> the sound. I knew you were going to mention this. I mean, I'm not. Well, I know where I sit. I'd, I'd rather hear nothing than hear some canned chanting. Although it's clever because they have the right songs and. It'll yeah. be appropriate for the matches, so some, must be somebody sat there doing it. I don't know how it works because, say, uh, someone nearly like misses the goal, then the crowd will go ooh. I know, and they sing the right songs for yeah, the teams, yeah, yeah. and it's—I think it's clever. But why don't you like it? Well, because there's nobody there. So yeah, either accept there's nobody there or fill the ground. Yeah, but mum made a good point that say you just got it on this bit of background. It's nice to feel like there's a bit of an atmosphere in the house. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> well, so I, it's not like I say it's not. Overly a rant. My preference. I think the country is split. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, we're split in the house. Me and Mum yeah. like it with the cheering. Yeah, so I'm outnumbered because I don't. Well, I think they may as well be using some of the chants that we've got on the podcast because they're all live from football matches. That, they could do that back actually, in the yeah. day. Um, well, mine again. I don't know. It's actually a bit of a rant actually. So the first match back, a hundred days we waited. Aston Villa against Sheffield United. This is going back to Wednesday night. Obviously nil nil. But I suppose my rant is about the fact that taking 100 days and then suddenly the goal line technology just goes missing. Like, what was that all about? The goalkeeper basically fell behind the line with the ball. Well, it was about three foot <laughs> over the line. It, it was wasn't so just obvious. behind the line. This is a thing. And apparently, originally they said that VAR should have got involved, but I think they're now saying that it couldn't have got involved. I mean, just change the rules. If it's so blatantly obvious like it was, and even the umpire... I think he knew it was blatantly obvious, the ref. Yeah, it? well, I think so. It's not an umpire, by the way. The, the ref. Referee, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. ref. Not tennis. But it, <laughs> I know. No, I think it was, it's been it was too just long. farcical, really. Well, why didn't they stop the match? Because everyone kind of saw it go over the line. Even all the defenders and the goalie saw it. Stop the match, go to VAR, have another cheeky look and think, right, he's pulled it behind. And it's a big decision, to be honest. Sheffield United, well, we'll talk about the most recent fixtures, but... They're a team that are pushing for definitely Europa League, even maybe Champions League slots, and it would have been a massive goal. So, oh, my rant is about that Hawkeye's gone missing and I was on still staying at home. Everyone's been making jokes about how it's still staying at home. Yeah, Hawkeye's tennis <laughs> as well. Why are we playing what? tennis no, today? No, Hawkeye was linked to goal line technology, apparently. Is it? Oh, yeah, right, okay. I've, got that, I've got that written down. Right, so we're going to summarise the Premier League. There's been loads of matches. So I've just picked a couple out, some of the key ones, some of the big results. A massive result, Brighton 2, Arsenal 1. And this is Brighton's first time ever doing the double over Arsenal in the league, which is fantastic, especially as they're not having the best season, really. Dunk, that was his first home league goal since March 2018. And this is really interesting. Arsenal apparently have led 13 times this season 
and only won six of those matches that they've been leading 13 times, which just shows that they're not clinical. They maybe just chill out a bit too much when they're in the lead and don't put the games away. And then as a result, they've lost nearly half those matches. Uh, oh, a massive negative for Arsenal's fact that Leno got injured. Did you see it with Mopé? It didn't look malicious, but they yeah, were kicked off. Yeah, I think it was just unlucky, really, wasn't it? Unfortunate. Yeah, but Arsenal have not really had the best start at all. David Louise had a bit of a howler, and then obviously now they lost to Brighton. But a massive result for Brighton, and they definitely needed the three points because it's getting so uh, close down at the bottom. So a frustrating game again for all Arsenal fans. I mean, I think it will take... You can't judge... Arteta. You can't judge Arteta off the season so far. I think you've got to give him the summer. Give him at least a year, I'll say. Yeah, it's a tough... Uh, I mean, they are in a, for Arsenal, they are in a, quite a poor position. Mm. Anyway, so that was one of the main matches, big results. Also a big result, West Ham nil, Wolves 2. And that was a prime example of super sub. Trari came off, massive impact off the bench, positive direct, everything that Wolves needed. And do you know what? His end product has improved so much. I think people used to think, I can run with the ball, but he might make a bit of a hash of it and never get it in the box. But um, he linked up well with Jimenez. 14 goals now for Jimenez. And he's, that's his highest in the league for any Wolves player. Goals in the league for any Wolves player. So he's breaking all the records. He broke his own from last season. Really worrying times for West Ham. I think we spoke last week about how they've got some tough fixtures and... Their run under David Moyes, I know he's not been there for very long, but only two wins in 11 matches under David Moyes, which is very worrying. Uh, next fixture's Tottenham, Chelsea, and then Newcastle. That'd be a massive one for them. Um, it didn't look good, did it, West Ham? No, no. They're, again, an empty stadium, big stadium. Be interesting to see whether who gets affected by that, negatively and positively, of course. Yeah, and then... On Sunday, we've had Newcastle 3, Sheffield United 0. That's a massive result for Newcastle because, let's be honest, they haven't really been scoring many goals. 11 points now above the drop zone, so you'd like to think they're safe. Great result. Key player scoring goals. That's where they've really lapsed this season, the goal scorers. So Maximan, he scored Richie and obviously Joel Linton, who cost £40 million. £40 million and he's only got two Premier League goals to his name. And that's his first, sorry, since 25th of August. Unbelievable, isn't it? It is ridiculous. And massive match for Newcastle. Their next match is going to be Villa on Wednesday night, who just lost to Chelsea, actually. So a good result for Newcastle. Sheffield United had Egan, red card. A bit of a slow start to them. Maybe fitness. Um, well, they, they were unlucky. I mean, they, as you said from your rant, they should have won the yeah. first match, really. Yeah. Also, I didn't know whether Newcastle... I know their crowd there is amazing, and they probably would have, They obviously would love the crowd to be there, but sometimes they can be a little bit defensive, and Joel Linton probably would have got a little bit of stick, you know, starting the match. But it might have worked in his favour, having um, no stick, and as a result, Newcastle won 3-0. And then, of course, Merseyside derby, behind closed doors, 0-0. I think we actually both expected a draw... Neither team's really quite had the intensity, probably lacked having that raucous crowd, getting them going. A fair result, actually. I would say Liverpool had most of the possession, but Everton had the better chances. So overall, nil-nil, probably a good, better result for Everton, for sure, than for Liverpool. Championship, so there was a big, uh, some good matches actually this weekend. The big match in the playoffs, Fulham local derby. Fulham nil, Brentford two. Uh, nil nil at 88 minutes. And then Benrahma and Mirandes scored uh, to make it 2-0 for Brentford. A really good win for Brentford actually. Man of the match was the keeper, David Ryer, ex-Blackburn. Ex-Blackburn, yeah. So, yeah, so, but a really cracking win for Brentford. 
Another good away win. Middlesbrough nil, Swansea 3. They were 3-0 up by the 34th minute, Swansea. Uh, Middlesbrough pulled themselves together in the second half and didn't let any more in, but cracking win for Swansea. Rian Brewster got a couple, and he's on loan from Liverpool. So um, not only have they got a cracking team, they've got some good players out on loan at the moment as well. So, Of course, Blackman Rovers won 3-1. Again, six-pointer, home to Bristol City. Went one down to Patterson, but came back. That's a really good win, actually. Teams sort of um, bunched up together there in the middle of the table or just coming out of the um, playoff places. And Derby had a good win at Millwall, 3-2. 18-year-old midfielder, a uh, young lad, he got um, all three goals. Yeah, I heard about that. So it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because there's, I think there's probably 10 teams who are uh, looking to get in the playoffs and Derby are one of them now. Just all you need is one win and uh, you're sort of on the, on the edge of it. So, yeah, that's going to be really fascinating, actually. At the other end of the table, Hull and Charlton. That was a big match, a big win for Charlton, 1-0. 38% of the play, so there was a defensive performance, but certainly Pierce's goal in the 18th minute. Hull are on a bit of a decline. I think we talked about that. Yeah, we did, yeah. Uh, they lost a lot of players, of course. Jared Bourne and a few others on the play and when the uh, transfer deadline. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 12 last matches have been defeats. Okay. If you think about it, on um, January the 1st, on New Year's Day, they won at Sheffield Wednesday. They were eighth, just a point off the playoffs. So Hull are really in uh, in the mire now. They're third from bottom with 41 points. Barnsley next down, 37, and Luton, 36. They've all played 38. Again, an interesting uh, situation at the bottom there, but Hull really are being dragged into it. At the top, neither team managed to win. West Brom, nil-nil uh, at home to Birmingham. Birmingham manager Pep Clotet, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, said he's leaving, he's resigned. Uh, but he? he's still there, yeah. Nigel Clough been rumoured to be the next manager, but he called it a very well-organised display, nil-nil. And then Leeds played well, apparently, 69% possession, 17 shots, but still lost 2-0 at Cardiff. Again, ex-Blackburn junior Harlot got the first goal, cracking goal, apparently. Cardiff now seventh, joint points with Preston, who was sixth. So, yeah, it's getting quite interesting, but West Brom and Leeds, disappointing weekend, but they're still seven points clear mm, yeah. of third place, so you're thinking they're probably still Yeah, I think play. a lot of people are obviously talking about fitness, just maybe being a bit rusty. Not that they can give that excuse for all teams, but for those two teams in particular, maybe they're just taking a while to get going. Maybe yeah, I think they'll both still go up, I'm sure. Did you mention Wigan? No. Uh, no, I didn't mention Wigan, actually. Wigan, I mean, Wigan, uh, they're on a real roll. Yeah. One again yesterday, away from home. Yeah. Again, they were in the bottom three not long ago. They've really propelled themselves out of the bottom three, looking really good. Talked a lot about uh, people winning away. Obviously, now that it's no crowd, as an away team, how does that change their mentality, knowing that they're not going to be facing supporters and things like that? Does it give an advantage now to the away teams? Uh, possibly, but then when you're a away team and you've got good support, I think that gives you good yeah. left, actually, doesn't it? Yeah, so that's, that's true. And, you know, people like Newcastle that haven't actually scored many goals in front of their home t- uh, home crowd and now scoring mm, 3-0. Yeah. So, very interesting. <laughs> Uh, rant again I don't know what you're going to be ranting about I've got a rough idea I don't know if it's going to merge with what I'm going to talk about well no my it's going to be a, a, I'll come back onto this one later uh, when I talk about the uh, lower leagues but yeah the National League eventually decided oh, okay, yeah. um, to promote Barrow as champions was it Thursday in the end I mean that had been talked about for well actually months mm-hmm. and they decided to not finish the season weeks ago and then took weeks to decide what to do. And it was just, 
there's somebody with an interest in that and there was been I mean there would have been lots of people across the country interested in what was going on the Harrogate fans the Barra fans Notts County everybody else but why on earth there was such a lack of decisions and why on earth nobody could make the flipping mind up and then eventually mm. they did so what why it was left so late, it was just seemed really daft. Yeah. So I don't know. They they come under the AFL, EFL banner, I think. I know, that's the way. So thing. they're all making different decisions. Oh, it's just what is going on, what was going on. Good decision at the end, but I was I going to say. What a load yeah. of old rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a Barrow supporter, though, I mean, I wouldn't say ne- obviously it's worth the wait, but you'd rather not have had the wait. No, but I think it's the right decision being made. But why on earth they waited yeah. and just too disjointed around? Yeah, yeah, too disjointed. Well, that doesn't actually clash with what I was going to rant, but I thought you were going to mention this. I completely get it if the occasion's right, but what do you think? I can't know what you think about the new drinks break rule that's been added in because obviously we're playing further on into the the year than we normally would. I think a prime example. What match were we watching? Was it Tottenham Man U? I think, yeah, Gary Neville said yeah. it's uh, chucking it down. 12 degrees and throwing it down, yeah. <laughs> and they were still having a drinks break. I mean, I think if it's above a certain temperature, yeah, completely get it. But, oh gosh, it felt a bit unnecessary when it was chucking it down in London and they would stop for a drinks very break. Strange. Yeah, yeah. Very strange. So, I mean, I'm for the idea, obviously, to try and keep um, them hydrated, but six o'clock on a whatever night and chucking it down in rain, probably not necessary to have a drinks break. <laughs> Oh, you're going to round up League Two because there were some playoffs, weren't there? Yeah, yeah, the playoffs this week. And we always do our best from the West, of course, which we've not been doing yeah. through the uh, lockdown. But both matches included a West Country team. So Exeter lost 1-0 at Colchester. Poor game, apparently, from the write-ups. 81st-minute goal from Bramwell won that. So disappointed from Exeter, but they got the chance to have another go on Monday night. 5.15 kick-off at Exeter St James's Park. So that'll be, uh, should be a good match, actually. Uh, and then definitely best from the West this weekend. Northampton nil, Chatham 2. Uh, Raglan and Thomas both got the goals. 56% possession and on loan Wigan keeper. Chap called Evans. He had his third clean sheet in a row. Right. So for Cheltenham. Yeah, looking good for Cheltenham. And we've still got the prospect of an all-West country final. And the finals, Monday the 29th at 7.30. And League One playoffs, I think they're next week, aren't they? Do they always have them so spaced apart? Well, I think it's gone a bit weird this time, hasn't it? So, no, they don't normally have them so spaced apart. It's all over the place, really. But, yeah, the, the league, it's going to be interesting. You've got to fancy Cheltenham. So, it could be Cheltenham Exeter final, possibly. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, I've completely forgot to mention, I know we just briefly touched on Tottenham Man U, but we were going to kind of have a little chat about the fact that um, we watched it live, the Tottenham goal, where they say that Harry Maguire is still doing um, social distancing on the pitch. Two metres away, yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> oh, get anywhere terrible. close to him, would it? Did it was you awful. see Roy Keane's rant? Oh my, are you going to be mentioning that? I'm, I'm stepping on your toes, aren't you? So I think that's going to be linked to our Barnet of the Week. Yeah, Barnet of the Week, I mean, you could have had, it's easier oh to find gosh. a non-Barnet of the Week. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, whole, yeah. The whole of the, all the All divisions of them. have gone into total hair. Tragedy, I thought a lot really. of them would have shaved it off just to... Oh, it's a no. Pro- I mean, it's just, you could you could perm one... Well, you could perm them, actually. <laughs> that's quite good. Yeah. You could perm one from hundreds because they're all looking weird. But I think Roy Keane, he was... <laughs> not only was he ranting, I mean... I, oh, he kicked I, I oh. would not say anything too bad about Roy Keane for good no, reasons. Yeah. But 
he was definitely not happy. He about said he would punch them. David De Gea's swinging, he'd go swinging. <laughs> yeah, that's he it. Was, he wasn't happy with David De Gea, uh, <laughs> but I mean, he's again through lockdown. He's got a, he's adopted some so real wild. interesting wild haircut, and he's got a, he's a wild man with a wild haircut. Yeah, well, God, it was so wild. And I think on TV you could see like all the individual strands that's like just, sticking out. Yeah, everywhere. so I don't. I I think like I said, it'd be easy to find somebody whose hair was normal this mm-hmm. weekend, but uh, fantastic player. Starman Roy Keane, but he's my Barnet of the week. Well, I didn't actually see this Barnet. We were listening to Five Live when we were in the car, and all of a sudden we heard someone mention um, Alexander Mitrovic, obviously from Fulham, who didn't have the best day actually losing, like said, to Brentford 2 0. Well, I Googled him. Oh my gosh, I actually didn't recognise him actually for quite a, a few reasons, but his hair was mainly the first one. He's got loads. Well, he never used to. No, I know. I don't know where it's come from. I thought he looked like um. Oh, he looked like a member of the Osmonds. Really, Merrill. <laughs> Merrill or Donny, any of them. I just, I actually think it's uncanny. I we could have had so many. A lot of them have grown their hair out, but Alexander Mitrovic, wow, that's come from nowhere. I think he should shave it off, to be honest. Well, I think something. I don't know, there could be uh, barnets of the week. Yeah, multiple. What is in hairnets? What? Did you no, say I'm that? saying barnets <laughs> oh, of the right. week. There's dozens and hundreds of them on um. the pictures. So that's it from this week. We've had loads of football that we've been able to chat about. We've not managed to mention all the matches, but we've picked some of the highlights from the week so far. I mean, it's non-stop now with football. We're kind of having to... Just it's every night. It's pretty non-stop. A summer of football, yeah. A summer of football. So we're going to be back with some more next week football chants and rants with the plants. We'll see you then. <laughs>